Aces, I know I always go on about the Rixies, but I got huge news. We have all our styles and colors restocked on the website right now. It's been months. We ran out of stock, but we're back. Get online, grab some sunglasses at rickseyewear.com.au right now and use our little discount code ACES if you want a 20% discount code on the house. Righto, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Oz American Aces. Do we have a big show today? We like to do these exclusives, and there's no bigger name in the country when you're talking NFL. We're joined by Aaron Sipos today to talk about the, the Super Bowl preview, catch up with him and what he's doing with his life at the moment. Um, some exciting things, and uh, we love our AFL, we love our NFL. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Sip, welcome to the podcast, mate, again, and uh, welcome to the new studios. How are you going? You're looking nice and tanned. Yeah, I am. It's uh, it's good getting back in the summertime here, so which is a real plus. But uh, thanks for having me. This is, this is a good setup. It great is a setup. great setup, and uh, you know I love seeing you. I love just <laughs> I'm a, a bit of a nuffy around you. I'm trying to pick pick everything about the NFL and get some tips. Jeez, yeah. Tommy's tips the last few weeks have been horrific. Yeah, I've seen them. They've been a bit rough, so I don't know. I don't Ravens know. in Detroit last week. I mean, I, I was to... close to getting on one too, and then I thought better of it because I haven't you haven't had a good success rate in the no, last I month haven't. or so. I've been good this year, but the, the playoffs is horrific. So yeah, I thought, you rough. know what, time for me to shut up, back in the host, and get the talent in, which is you. You know more about this game than anyone. Very good. Very um, good. Mate, Super Bowl week is huge. We'll get to that soon. So everyone out there, just to shape the show, we're going to talk about SIP for the next 30 minutes, but then afterwards we're going to break down this Super Bowl 58 between the Chiefs and the Niners. I'm wearing Mahomes' kit. I, I, I love Mahomes. I love NFL, but I didn't like him the last four weeks, so I d- didn't uh. mean to do this in front of Sip, but <laughs> I've been spraying Mahomes and saying they've got no receivers and they can't win it, and uh. he continues to just, you know, be the best I've, I've seen outside of Brady. And so I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll rock Mahomes this week. I might even tip them so they lose. <laughs> Please do. Please do. <laughs> but sit, mate, since uh, we last spoke, um, I mean, we've caught up since you've been back, but for all the Oz American Aces out there that have followed your journey, they would have seen you start the, the NFL season um, at Philly. Can you just talk to everyone about what your year's been like and uh, maybe even go back to the practice squad during the preseason so people can get a good understanding of what's happened since, I guess, the Super Bowl last year and show them how how cutthroat this industry can be yeah. but how exciting it can be as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the last time I spoke to you, I'd, I'd come back from a bit of a rough patch and uh, obviously not achieving the ultimate success in the NFL and um, obviously the mishap that I had in, in the game itself. Um so obviously that was a that was a working progress from there, but um, went back to America after that. Uh, was still on the still on the team and trying to grind it out, I guess, and and get this ankle right and um, give myself every opportunity to be able to go out there and, and play another season. And um, you know, obviously fighting through some battles and that, you know, to to get myself right and uh, got myself into a good place, kind of going into training camp, which was which was exciting and. I still didn't really know where where I stood, but um, you know, I I, I kind of just put both feet forward, mate, and keep walking and 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 do what I need to do, and try and you know not worry about the external noises that were going on. And I uh, went through went through uh, training camp, had competition in there, and um, you know, I, I thought I had a pretty solid training camp, and um, you know, won that job for the time being, which was exciting. 
Uh, I went through a few couple of preseason games as you do to kind of gear up, be ready for it, and um, looked like it was all systems go. And um, played the first couple of games this year, which was exciting. Um, played against the Patriots week one in, in the pouring rain and um, tough conditions, but uh, went out there and had a pretty solid game and just started to kind of, you know, build a little bit of confidence back. You know, I really needed that first one to kind of get out of the way because it had been a long six months um, of thinking about stuff that, you know, went wrong and all that stuff. And, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to move on and ultimately I just probably needed that game to, to get out there and do it and uh, went really well. I was actually really happy with the game. Um, Average 49, netted 45, and I was like, all right, maybe, you know, maybe I'm a chance here to, to kind of get going. And uh, played the second game, which was literally four days later, played Thursday night against the against the Vikings and, um, you know, different position in field and stuff. Our, our offense was really, really good, so they only needed me really for shorter punts and that. So, um, you know, numbers obviously don't stand out, but, you know, three, three punts inside 20 out of the four that I had and, um, just thought, yep, I've done my job, did what I needed to do. And, um, yeah, so, you know, obviously you go into the, you know, going into the weekend, you're still a bit unsure. Um, but at the same time you're thinking, all right, maybe, maybe there's a chance to kind of keep building, showing that I've put in the work to get myself right. And, um, unfortunately got a call on, on the Sunday, on the Sunday morning from my, from my agent and said, look, I, I feel like there's a couple of things that are going on. I wanted to give you the heads up first, but you know, nothing's been set in stone yet, but there's, you know, um, it seems like, you know, GM's going to make some moves and, and things like that. So just be prepared and um, kind of threw, the, threw me off a little bit, I'd say. Um, and then, yeah, obviously you had the Sunday night just kind of um, thinking about what was going to happen and things like that. That night didn't sleep very well, obviously. Mm. And then the Monday morning I got a call from the GM saying, can you, can you come in? So obviously basically – confirming things um and yeah mate just went into his office and just said there was it was time to move on and that so I think deep down in the end it's uh you know all the stuff that went on in the the Super Bowl was ultimately too much for him so I don't think it really mattered what I did Mm. I could have been the number one punter for those two weeks and um I don't think it really would have mattered too much um, they just, I think they just had their mind made up and needed to move forward. And, um, that's how the, that's how the industry works, mate. And, um, you know, you have, you have to do your best to, to move forward with it all. Um, but yeah, so obviously that happened. Then I spent the next month over there trying to, uh, give myself another opportunity to get in. Um, I was close with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they had a guy that was a week later that they, um, unfortunately cut as well. And, um, the position was there to be taken, but they, um, ended up taking somebody that they'd already worked out, um, about a month prior when I was still at the Eagles. Um, so that one didn't quite work out, but still kind of putting our feelers out there and see what would happen. But the industry industry is very tough to, to get back into once you're out of it, Tommy. So, um, yeah, just kind of play the waiting game and, um, you know, with how my visa works, I really only had 30 days before I had to get out of the country. Um, not that I'd ever expect somebody to physically tap on my door and say, hey, uh, but you still want to do the right thing because ultimately you, you want to go back there at some stage and, and that and you'd, last thing you want to be do is blacklisted. I'll tell you that right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, but, 100%. Um, but yeah, so I had 30 days to kind of get out of the, get out of the, the country. Um, and then, yeah, mate, uh, had a flight booked for um, October 21st and we landed back in, in Melbourne. Um and, you know, I was still kind of speaking to my agent at the time thinking that, you know, 
still opportunities? Is there things? Guys, you know, obviously naturally don't necessarily go as well as what they would like, so you kind of put the feelers out there. And there was a couple of teams that, that reached out, um, you know, whether it was practice squad gigs or whether or not it was trying to have a shot. Um, but ultimately nothing really popped up. Um, and yeah, mate, so I kind of had to start thinking about what I wanted to do over here and, um, fortunate enough to have an ex coach of mine that I was at Williamstown with in, in Andy Collins, um, who's now at the Hawthorne football club and, um, yeah, got a role as a, as a development coach. So, um, that's been the next phase of my life that I've, um, I've, I've really enjoyed so far. It's only been a few months, but, um, yeah, I went through the whole interview process, which was super exciting and, um, you know, really, really excited about what, uh, the future holds for them, but the Hawthorne, which is exciting, mate. And, um, that's, that's where I'm at right now. So it's, um, back into AFL and, season's around the corner and here we go. Love it, mate. And thank you so much for touching on all the detail because it's, uh, it takes everyone through the journey and of, I guess how hard it's been. We just touched on Super Bowl playing unbelievably well, weeks one, two, then getting the call, then back here now at Hawthorne. That's a lot. There's a lot in there. You <laughs> There's a bit have, to go. <laughs> no, you, you, you couldn't have broken that down any better. I've got a few questions off the back. I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about this too long, but it's more, I've had, so I'll talk about myself. So I've had a mishap, mishap. It was against Hawthorne in a prelim. I've never really spoken about it. It still haunts me clearly, but it was a mistake where didn't realize it was that big till probably after with the external noise. Look, I haven't even watched the replay back. It still gets comments now. It's probably one of those moments where, you know, in, in our sport, you do get a second chance, but fans never forget it. And mentally, you know yourself. So you're trying to move on. Then you think about the team and go, well, what if the team had to just turn that around and it wouldn't be that big of a deal? Yours is probably, I've thought about your play, right? And it's like, yeah, you might not have had the best kick, but Tony makes this unbelievable play. There's a lot of other things that happen off the back of it. What I want to ask you is with American culture and Australian culture, that's a bit different. You're saying that there was just, with the amount of like, I can only imagine because you're Philly, well, you know, I don't even know if you gave me Philly anymore, but when I watch them, I go, they're maniacs. I'm just yeah. thinking, is it just one of those ones where you just couldn't escape it from a social media point of view or fans or just it was, it, you know, even the GM letting you go after performing well? What was the feedback? Yeah, there's no escaping anything um, out of the, the Philadelphia area, that's for sure. Um, oh, no matter what no matter what happens, uh, there's definitely going to be uh, what if this happened and da 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 about me in particular? So um, it's a it's a hard one to be able to get past because uh, obviously clearly the Philadelphia fans are very very passionate about their about their football team and um, you know obviously in lots of people's eyes and stuff it's uh, the one that the one that probably got away um, and I guess my name probably gets referred to that a, a fair bit as as, as part of it um, whether that's right or wrong. I, you know, it is, but it is what it is, and I can't do much about that. And I think, in the end, um, you know, people internally, as in the, at the organisation, uh, feel that pressure as well, um, and it just gets to a point where they just have to kind of make a move on it, no matter what. So, as I said, look, no matter what the situation was and how I performed, ultimately, I think it's just too much heat, um, and therefore they have to kind of make a change as a bit of a fresh start, like going forward. So. Um, it's a tough, it's a tough one. It's definitely a tough one to take. And there's many factors that go on in that moment. Um, obviously I was part of that, but there's also other factors that, yeah, can go into it too. But, um, yeah, mate, it's obviously, you know, uh, one of those sports where you only get limited amounts of opportunity and, um, 
there's no there's no second goes at it in, in a moment like that, and um, that's something that I've had to I've had to live with, and we'll have to continue to live with. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm definitely growing uh, from it, and um, there's bigger things out there, and you know, that rather than just than just a football game, I know it obviously means a lot, and you know, it meant a lot to me too. I still wanted to win the whole thing, and um, you know, just as disappointed, if not more, you know, not just as I'm definitely more disappointed than any of those people that. Uh, watch the game or anything mm. like that, um, and you just you just have to kind of take it on the chin and move on. So, plenty of good things that are happening right now for me, um, as I said with the Hawthorne stuff and uh, beautiful family and that, and um, you know that's what definitely continues to drive you and, and and keep going. Yeah, well said, mate. Well said. I think one of our common questions that we've been asking. A lot of our uh, our guests lately is challenging moments. That was one of them, and how you've overcome it. Has there been anything in particular that you've done that you've learned about yourself? You know, it's clearly adversity. You've faced it head on. You've you definitely passed it. You're moving through it. You don't forget it, like you said. But are there any tips out there that you know you could share with how you've dealt with it and moved on? Like you, you know, we always refer to maybe a psychologist or maybe mm. family or wrapping yourself around people that you love. But is there anything in particular that's worked for you? Yeah, look, I think um, ultimately for me, um, I tried to hide away from it for a long time and um, that was just probably eating up inside me, to be honest, and it took me a while and I thought I'd be all right. You know, it's um, the same thing. It is what it is. I'll I'll learn to get over it and just get back out there, but ultimately that's probably the part that was eating me up. So um, for me, um, I I went and spoke to someone externally um, to be able to kind of clear my mind up and um, just kind of put it out in open. Like I, I not only not only did you know obviously that thing you know that situation happen. I, I physically didn't speak about it for like for three or four months. Um, and it wasn't to family, wasn't like to anybody really. I'd you know I'd spoken to a couple of people and that, but ultimately I never really spoke about how um it affected me. If that way, I always tried to put on this brave face of um, you know. It happened. Um, I obviously wish it didn't. Da, da da da. But I never went into the details, and I never went into just you know how I felt about it, and and trying to get it past. So for me, I definitely had to go and speak to someone in the end um, uh, to get me kind of through that that brick wall that was right in front of me that I just couldn't break through. Um, and I did that. I probably did that at the right time in the end, and I think that's why I was able to go out there and play those two games actually relatively well. Yeah. Um, cause I did it before leading into training camp in the end. Cause I thought if I don't do it before then, I'm probably going to be in trouble. Um, you know, cause I'd just be like, honestly, you know, if, yeah, everyone has, everyone has bad kicks. Everyone does it. You know, mine just happened to be in the biggest game of the year. Um, every, every player in the NFL has had kicks, you know, multiple kicks that haven't gone very well. Um, so for me, I was like, if I didn't go and speak to someone, and that happens to me just in training camp. I'm probably just going to start losing my mind and going, yeah. oh, no, it's happening again, da-da-da. So I had to go and just, like, clear my head and speak to someone about that and just, like, give myself a little bit of a mantra or something or a trigger word or, you know, just to kind of clear my mind and go, what's done is done, you know. Like, so basically just trying to begin a process, if that makes sense. Um, and, yeah, I it, it – Helped me immensely. It helped me immensely, and um, cleared the mind. Cleared the mind, um, which was what I needed, and I was able to kind of go in there fully focused about what I needed to do, and the results kind of showed that. Yeah. I think in the end, um, 
and it, yeah, it definitely helped me immensely to be able to do it. So, you know, anybody that's obviously going through any tough times doesn't even have to, it doesn't even have to be related to sport. Obviously it's just, you know, don't be afraid to be able to go and have a chat to somebody about it and open up. And, um, obviously family is obviously the most important first and foremost. And I spoke to my wife about it. Um, you know, once I started to feel more comfortable, um, but, um, just don't be afraid to be able to go and do it because um, it could be anything. Yeah, there's, lot, there's a lot of worse things going out there than what I had to deal with and that's the absolute truth. So, um, yeah, a lot of people go through worse stuff than me and just just making sure that they're not afraid to be able to go out there and speak to people when they need to because um, I think it truly does work because it just gets you to open up a little bit more and all of a sudden you start saying things that you didn't even expect to say and it's just a bit of a flow-on effect and you're like, weight off your shoulders, your chest obviously doesn't feel like it's being caved in and that and, yeah, just a sense of relief, which was massive for me in the end. Nah, it's great, mate. <laughs> it's great advice and it's also the way you're breaking it down. For people that haven't been to a specialist, psychologist, someone to talk to, you're really, you know, selling it naturally, mm. just telling them how you feel going in and out. Mm. And that's what the next question, my next question was, how nervous were you going into round one? But mm. I'm now probably thinking you probably weren't as nervous. You're probably like, I've been here before. This is just another bit of process. I've just got to execute. Yeah, I was still nervous. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was, I was still nervous. I was just thinking that first yeah. punt. <clears throat> but that's what was that's what was gonna that's what was terrifying me is if I didn't go and speak to somebody because I knew that I was gonna be nervous. Um, but if I didn't know how to handle that, then oh, I yeah. know that's what was gonna get me in trouble. Yeah. So I was hella nervous. Like this is the first game back from like this is my my last kick that I had was obviously <laughs> the worst one I've ever had. And so the next one that I had was the first one since, you know, all this time. I've had to wait seven months to be able to do this. It's a long time. Um so I knew I was gonna be nervous. There is there was no doubt in my mind. Um but I needed to I, – I knew that at the same time and that's why I needed to go and speak to someone so I could handle that. So when I felt that, I was like, okay, now I have a process to be able to get try and get myself calm um, and go from there. So my, my heart was like physically beating out of my chest. Oh, I, I could imagine. just feel it like throbbing so on can the you left remember side the, of my body. the play where the ball comes out? Well, it's, it's actually a bit of a blur. Yeah, right. Like the first, you talk about the first yeah, one after. Yeah, like you're oh, out in the I, field. I, it's, it's actually probably one of the rare times that I don't actually – can recall properly um, what had happened. I think um, I think what it, yeah I think what had happened. We'll go on left. So I've I've hit the ball um, basically from the exact same area as what happened in the Super Bowl. Um, you couldn't have written it better, to be honest. Beef's oh, in the same. similar area, going <laughs> left, da da da. Do what I got to do. Um, the, the guy the guy got a little bit of a return, but um, uh, that was just good blocking on their behalf. I, I hit it. I hit a really nice ball in the end and that. So, um, but it wasn't anything too crazy, but I just needed that one first out of the way. And I just remember getting off the field and just taking the biggest like breath. Yeah. Like, yeah, just like that. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm all right. And so, do your teammates, you know, um, realize the moment? No, they, oh, look, I don't think so. Nah, nah I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> Maybe maybe the two guys, like two specialist guys that I work with a lot, I think they probably um, they probably felt it, and a couple of the younger guys that I I'd been with for a few years, and my and you know my specialists as coaches and that, because I remember them coming up to me after the game and like giving me the biggest hugs and and stuff like that because of actually, I I did have a good game and kind of 
shoves it in people's faces a little bit. Yeah. And, and I can't take back and I can't, you know, give back or get back whatever happened back then. But it was like a it was a way to, you know, say that I've put in the work and everything and they and, you know, team, you know, the rest of my the rest of my teammates that were actually able to see that by my performance. Um so that was re- that was really nice. Uh, you know, a lot yeah, as I said, lots of hugs from people that knew that what, you know, I'd been going through and, and things like that. And then um that was kind of a nice little reward in the end. But it's not, it's not, it wasn't everybody. Um, because that's just the way the NFL works. You know, obviously it's 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 a bit like that. But the people that I think that I'd um built really good relationship with um were aware. And um those were the people that kind of came up to me afterwards the, after the game and were like, you know. Oh, good work, buddy. I know mm. it's been tough, but Real like, credit to you. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. great. No, that's yeah. awesome, mate. And appreciate you diving in. And uh, I'm just starting to reflect. I'm trying to think about the last time we spoke. I probably dug it up first. <laughs> I was probably with, I was probably getting straight to the yeah, – because uh, no, it was pretty did. fresh afterwards. No, you did. And I was um, still kind of going through it all a little bit at a yeah. time. And so that's – as I said to you before, I was like, you know – Oh, you know, whatever happened, happened. I, I can't yeah. take back that, all the classic stuff that you do say. So I hadn't really had time to kind of reminisce on it. Um, it obviously hurt, mm. um, but letting it, you know, eat up at you a little bit more and, and let it kind of build up and then you're like, all right, I need to, I, I need to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well yeah. said. And nah, it's good, mate. I mean, look, it, it's, uh, it's not unfortunate we're bringing this up. It's probably, as I said, it's probably easy for you now to chat to it and chat yeah, through it. But um, sure. The Super Bowl is just – we're just talking about the Super Bowl. You were there last year. That's one of the many memories. Unfortunately, it's the last kick there. But, mate, in terms of your career, like congratulations um, on everything you've achieved to date. I guess I've just got to ask because everyone's probably wondering, is there any chance you're going to go back to the NFL? I know you're in a development role. Uh, the AFL season's about to start. The NFL season's about to finish. You know, you could still see this roll out and get a call at mid to end of the year of never AFL. Say never. Is there a chance? <laughs> Never, never say never, but I'm no, I'm 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 thoroughly enjoying what I'm doing right now, and um, I, I I'm enjoying back being back here with family and friends and everything like that. Um, you know, the, you can as I said, you can never say never. Um, do you miss it? I do miss it. There yep. is no doubt in my mind that I do miss it. I um, I thoroughly enjoyed my time over there, and and you know, um, I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't want it to go a little bit longer. Um, but. You know, I just uh, you just you just see what happens and and you move on. And I'm as I said, I'm enjoying everything that's happening right now. Of um, you know, beautiful little girl at home and wife that are, that are both obviously from Australia. So you know, you, you you weigh up those options and everything like that, and you make sure that um, you know they're happy with everything and that too. And um, yeah, you just you just you you take it as it comes. But I'm really enjoying everything right now and. Um, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that it'll. You know, if the opportunity didn't come, like, would you consider it? You think you'd have to. It'd be. It'd be a no-brainer. But really content with everything. I'm. I'm very happy with the Hawthorne Football Club. They've been great to me so far, and um, I look forward to to being part of their coaching staff and and seeing what that young group's got um, going forward. Yeah, well said, mate. So never say never. I'm hearing there's still a pulse. There's still a pulse here with the big sip. <laughs> we want to see you back over there. How many years was it in the end? How many games and years? Do you count your games like uh, AFL? I, I, I don't really count the games as much. Um, uh, yeah, I can't. I probably couldn't tell you. Maybe maybe 30 odd or something in the end. Um, so, yeah, obviously I spent uh, just over three uh, in the NFL, um, with a year on the practice squad with with Detroit and having that whole year experience was just massive. And then uh, two full seasons with um, 
the Eagles and then obviously started, um, you know, obviously the season last year and, yeah, so we ended up doing that and then obviously two years in college too. So, yeah, yeah about six years in America, which was which was great. Oh, mate. I, look, you, you, what you've done and what you've achieved, we're talking, let's go back, AFL and then college and then NFL, super, getting to a Super Bowl. I think we're going to see potentially the first Australian if San Fran can get it done. Um it, you know, win the Super Bowl, but you were only what? Were you the third or fourth to make the Super Bowl? I think I may have been the fourth, yes. maybe. So what um, you've achieved is so yeah. Me and Jordan obviously did it at the same time last year, so you can pick which way you want to go about it. Yeah, they probably three, go three, four, four whatever <laughs> priorities. But um, yeah. I mean, obviously Mitch has Mitch has been there before, and obviously lost to the team that he's playing again in a couple of weeks' time. So um, hopefully he can he can turn around and actually be the first one to be actually on the field and and win one. So yeah. Be amazing but yeah mate congratulations on everything Thanks, you've done and um oh geez it's you know how much i love the nfl <laughs> i've got to get you back over there big dog i'm gonna get you in another building we'll i mean we'll i don't see. want to pot the eagles there you know i know the afl the, sorry the nfl australia look after the eagles yeah. and the and the rams yeah but they're booing the coach now like it's not like it's any as well, soon as you, you know, lose as I, mean, I was you, gonna say you know you know that the city's in a tough place and they like they're pretty ruthless when um, the head coach is taking you to the Super Bowl in the year after they have a little slump and they want him out the door. Oh, and it's the wow. same with a lot of stuff going on with AJ Brown and 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 Jalen. It's just the media um Crazy. are pretty ruthless over there and it doesn't matter who it is, they they're gonna have a crack. So um yeah, I mean anybody that obviously is an NFL lover and, and follows it, um that literally proves it right there that it doesn't matter what you do. Um it's uh, it's pretty brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> Before we get to the Super Bowl preview, I want to talk about Hawthorne. Just to you know, I don't play Super Coach, but I imagine there are some people out there that love this fantasy, like oh, I love the NFL or you love the AFL, and you want to get a little hidden gem. Now your development, your head of development, yeah. which means generally when I was playing and you as well, first of four years, is yeah, it still yeah. the same? Yeah, first of three for I think first of three. For the Hawks, so, so yeah, who are we yeah. going to see uh, potentially? In that rising star category, Ooh, if yeah. I don't want you to put the pressure on, but who's someone that's emerging out of this pack that we can expect to have a great start of the season? Uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Watson's obviously, obviously the, the the young draft pick that we that we got. It's um, he's he's going pretty well for himself, I'd say, and we'll see what happens there. But he's a he's a young, talented kid, which is which is exciting to see. And um, there's a few there's a few boys floating around there right now that might be able to to get in there, but um. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's definitely an exciting time for the for the young Hawks. Back to the Hawks because I know my footy. They play a yeah. very attacking game plan, yeah. so it's a and it's a bit of an exciting one actually. It's something Sam Mitchell's been mm-hmm. probably doing against the grain and just going at all costs and scoring, scoring, and hopefully it is the future. We love scoring. Um, who is looking unbelievable on the track? <laughs> just want a little I insight. I can't give everything oh, away, I, mate. Not everything. Not everything. Oh, man, I used to fly <laughs> around in preseason. I would have every day possessions. Isn't everybody, isn't everybody yeah, flying in preseason? Flying, I'm going to be flying. I'll be in three weeks. But, you know, I used to feel good in preseason. You've got to, who's flying on the track right now, you know? Uh, gee, who's flying right now? Uh, probably John Newcomb. Yeah, nice. I like the way he goes yeah, about it. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a pretty handy player, I reckon. Okay. So beautiful. I'll, I'll give you. I, that's the that, one. I'll, that's the one I'll yeah. give you. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's it. That's that's value. That's still yeah. value. Like he's been, that's um, the one I'll give you. People are probably going, "Oh no, shit!" <laughs> yeah, we all know that already. <laughs> Can't give too much away, mate. Right, let's get to the Super Bowl preview once again. Shout out to Griffin Logue for letting me borrow his top. He's pulled out today, last minute. Don't you love blokes that pull out last minute? Yeah, I tell you what, you got to love when you send your guests the wrong. 
wrong address to the studio, so I can't be potting anyone. That's all right. When I'm sending you it's to the wrong studio, an extra pair studio. of sunnies. He said, oh, so it's yeah, all right. Well, I got your Rixies right here, mate. I got your Rixies. I, was, <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Jeez, I've made some mistakes this week. Uh, too good. It is the Super Bowl Fifty Eight. It's the Chiefs taking on the Niners. I'm not sure who gets uh, what jersey just yet. We're recording this as quick as we can. So aces out there, we want you to make sure that you get as many tips from the great man here. Sip's been to a Super Bowl. He loves it. He's played against these guys, and he knows the game better than anyone I know. So we'll be asking him all the questions. Just to give you all a little update, Kansas City is heading to its sixth Super Bowl, including a remarkable fourth in the past five seasons, which is crazy. And then for the Niners, they're making it their eighth appearance in the Super Bowl uh, with a chance to win their first since 1994. So obviously means a lot to both, but that would be, uh, yeah, their, their fans would be going crazy. And a great fan base. I had a, a close friend just Matthew. recently go to my physio, Stocko. I just spoke to him on the phone, checked in because he was in uh, over the New Year break and he went to Washington. Mm. And he goes, mate, we went and watched Washington with the family and um, – in Washington, home yep. game, playing the Niners. And he goes, mate, the Niners were booing the Washington yeah. fans and they were taking over. And they I go, travel mate, well. Yeah, yeah so, they travel very, so very well. So big fan base. Yeah. You'd expect Vegas to be probably yeah. – well, it's going to be red, clearly. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> but, but, yeah, Chiefs fans are yeah, also Chief, very Chiefs loud. Fan, Chiefs fan and, and the 49ers fan probably a great matchup, to be honest, because they've both got a massive fan base. And last year's obviously was the same with, with the Eagles and Chiefs and – you're going to get the same here, but I've, I've, I've seen videos of uh, San Fran fans obviously going down to LA at that massive stadium that you have there, and they they cover that thing in red. So they they do travel very, very well. So they do. they'll be nice and loud for they, sure. They will be loud. Um, I want to go to some more stats here. Back to back, the Chiefs are trying to uh, achieve this one. No team's done this since the 20, 2004 and 2005 Patriots. So what that told me was back to back's not easy, clearly. Um, it's very rare, and uh, Mahomes is in thin air here. So, again, le- I'm leaning towards the Niners naturally because I've, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to tip Mahomes just because I've been wrong. I'm also keep me trust. <laughs> Whatever I say, do the opposite. So I'm going to tip the Chiefs later, maybe. Um, but but winning back to back, it's only happened eight times in their history, and three of those within the first ten years of the game's existence. Mm. So winning back to back. It, it does point towards the Niners again um, on these stats. And I'll tell you what, finding some stats on the Super Bowl, it wasn't easy. Um, Sip, let's get right into it. Let's talk about the Niners yep. and the Chiefs. One of the questions from the Aces, and I appreciate everyone that wrote into our questions, was how do you think the coach – how the coach is going to outcoach each other? The one thing that I noticed is the run defense for the Chiefs is meant to be poor. Mm. Yet the Ravens last week gave it to their running back six times. I thought they were very poor with the way they coached. Yep. Um and didn't test the the Chiefs run yet. We, we know their pass day is fantastic. Sneed's unbelievable mm-hmm. on wide receivers. So I'll start with you with 49ers. What's the key to success to beating this Chiefs oh, outfit? I can guarantee you they're going to run the football. That's yep. for sure. Um, they've got two absolute stars back there. Obviously, McCaffrey and Mitchell just doing their thing as a, as a one-two punch. And obviously, McCaffrey's getting 20 touches a game and, and doing his thing, and their O-line's outstanding. So um, you're definitely going to see them running the football for sure and, and try and establish that pretty early in the game because um, that opens everything up, um, you know, for them too from the, from the passing point of view. And obviously release a bit of pressure off Brock too. Um, you know, he's obviously a great um, – a great clock manager and understands the game and what Shanahan provides for him and everything. But if they can get that running game, obviously it makes Brock's life a, a hell of a lot easier. Um, you know, so I think that's the way, obviously, that they're, they're 
both head coaches are offensive geniuses and um, Andy's obviously got the, the – the, the the history to be able to show that more so than than Shanahan, but Shanahan's been uh, unbelievable for the last few years for him, and um, they need to definitely establish that run game first to to be able to get that going, and then might put the the defense under under a bit of pressure of the Chiefs. So that's the way I see it. Early, what they need to do, and um, if they're able to do that, then this is going to be a cracking game. Do you think the fact? Do you think the best case scenario here is? San Fran run the guy as run the ball, and then we get Mahomes that just sitting back, and he's just got to fling that thing around. We don't see as much Pacheco. Yeah, I think that's your ultimate thing that you want. Forty um, Nineers defense is pretty darn solid, and especially that D line and the and the and their front seven that are just very very aggressive. So um, I think they're going to want to do that pretty quickly and 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 not have that. But um, obviously, Mahomes is Mahomes for a reason. Um, we, you know, he hasn't had the offensive weapons that he's had previously, but um, with their defense standing up has probably helped him um, this time around. But when you've got Mahomes and, and Kelsey together, um, anything can happen. So ultimately, yeah, what you want to see is a is a typical 49ers running style game with, with Brock getting some throws out there and doing his thing um, and scoring. And then ultimately what you want to see is, is, is Patrick having 350, um, scoring a couple himself and, and making it that way. But um, it's, it's a very interesting matchup for sure. It is very interesting. And I've got a lot of player props that I want to ask you. The first one is Debo Samuel's shoulder. Yeah, yep. He looked he looked very sore against Green Bay, played last week. I noticed he heard it late. No one said anything in the media. I've been trying to look up some articles. Yep. Clearly, San Fran aren't going to say anything. But whatever he's done to his shoulder, like, I don't know. Well, what do you think he's done? Because it looked like the back of his shoulder. Is this bone? Like, yeah. what would they be doing to get him up for these games? The Super Bowl gives you two weeks. As you know, you yep. had an extra time, a bit of time to get up yourself. Um, well, what do you think is going to be happening with him at the moment? Hard to know, hard to know. But if it's it's back, obviously, maybe it's a little bit like labrum impingement or anything like that. But um, again, you, I'm no physio, so I'll leave that alone yeah. and, and see how we go. But um, I just say, obviously, the extra treatment for him every single day to make sure that he's right and making sure he's got enough movement in there to be able to go. So um, he looked okay last week. Um, they obviously didn't use him as much in the offense as what they have previously. Uh, to to get himself going and stuff, and maybe because there's obviously still a little bit going on with him right there. But um, as you said, the extra week to get himself right um, and making sure he's, he's he's ready to go there will be massive. And I think in the end, he's going to be a pretty vital part to yeah. that offense for sure. So do mm-hmm. I. He had eight receptions last week for 89 yards. Oh, so that's not too bad then. Well, it is. <laughs> no, no. The sp- only reason I read that out is I thought he had a lot of work, yeah. and off the back of a game where. He didn't put – I mean, he was in the tracksuit early. Yeah, and yeah. that would – to remind people there, there's 21-24. San yeah. Fran only just won. McCaffrey scored a touch. So the season's over. So yeah. the fact that he played so well last week, it confused me because, you know, as I love to have a little dabble yeah. on these uh, these games, yeah. I thought if he's not playing against Green Bay and yeah. they're down, they were down by a bit and yeah. they come back late. Yeah. I thought – well, it must be pretty bad. Yeah. And then he comes out and goes for eight that. catches and 89 yards or whatever yeah. I just said. So I, w- I was really unsure what to do yeah. against Detroit with them. And Ayuk yeah. was he only had three catches for 68. So my question here while I'm talking about the wide receivers, San Fran, um, who do you think Sneed is going to go to from the Chiefs? Or do you think he might mix up his matchups? What do you think they're going to do um, on defense? Because if they've been Debo's, very good. If Debo's out there first, he has to he has to go with Debo first. So I, I just think he's their number one wide receiver and has to get it done. Um, 
you know, Ayuk's obviously been very impressive uh, this year, but I mean, both corners have been very good for Kansas. McDuffie has been very, very good on the other end. So I think the matchup there in general is going to be solid, but I think in the end, it's a very simple thing. It's just whoever they think is maybe getting off the chain a little bit is probably where Snead's going to go. Um, but the, the, I guess the hard part about it too is that, you know, Debo is obviously so diverse being able to kind of run the ball too and, and they find different ways for him to be able to get the ball in his hands. So um, I can't say that can't say that maybe the Chiefs have probably seen that too much this year in terms of that dynamic kind of player. Um, but I would, yeah, I'd say I'd say Snead would be the one that has to go to Debo first to make sure that they kind of shut him down as, as quick as possible. Do you, you, talk, you talk about establishing the run game with Christian McCaffrey early. I love play action when they do that a lot and then they go, right, oh, now we can launch one. If you're offensive coordinator and all the, you know, all the knowledge you've got for the game, do, you, do we expect an Ayuk at the back or do we expect Kittle through the middle? What, what would be the play that we could expect, Sip? Like when we look back on this podcast <laughs> and we think, yep, that nah, Sip was on the money, what do you, who's the player that you think for the Niners – Outside of McCaffrey, we've got it's a very simple game plan they've got. They've got a superstar in Kittle at tight end, yeah. they've got Debo Samuel and Ayuk at wide receiver, and then there's a few little players around, but it's McCaffrey and then them, them guys. Yeah. Who's the one out of those three that are gonna be getting a heap of work, you think, with a matchup against um against the Chiefs? Because if I go through the Chiefs last two games against the Bills, they didn't allow anyone to get over 45 yards receiving. Josh Allen had 72 rushing yards and James Cook only 61. So no one really got, and that was Kincaid with five catches for 45 and Shakir, who's wide receiver Mm. too, because Gabe Davis was out. He had seven catches for only 44 yards. And then if you go to the game um, before that, if I can get it up here, I can't find it. It was last week, sorry. Um, I, I watched the game and obviously did not like what I was seeing. Flowers got a big deep ball, 54-yard catch. You take that off, right? He ended up going for 115. But if you take that one play out, he only goes for like 60. He had five catches. Outside of that, no one went over 39. And then on the ground, no one went over 54. And that was Lamar Jackson. So what I'm trying to get is the Chiefs don't really allow any big plays. Yes, it's true. But San Fran are the opposite. San Fran have, I think – the, the dynamic offense that's going to make it a little tougher. Uh, the previous teams that you've you've spoken about have obviously got their two or three players and they can kind of go to every single time. But if that doesn't happen for them, then where do they go? Um, San Fran's not the same beast. They're, they're, they're a different kettle of fish altogether. And, um, you know, if someone that you're going to really, really rely on to kind of get yourself going, if you are in that little rut, it's probably George Kittle. Um he just finds ways to not only when he catches the ball, he, all of a sudden he's breaking people down. He's getting an extra 10 yards out of nowhere and, and stuff. And I think while they don't allow some of the deep balls, there's been a few opportunities for him. Um, you know, Stefan Diggs and that big one there that mm. Josh Allen threw an absolute dime and, and didn't make. So the, there's opportunities there, but it's few and far between. Um, so that's why I think George Kittle's the guy that can kind of get underneath a little bit um, with his with his little wheel routes and – um, you know, little slants that he loves to do out of that tight end position. Um, and I think that could kind of really open it up for him for sure. And if they get that going, then 
that really does completely open up their offense. I love the fact you said George Kittle, because that's exactly <laughs> who I'm thinking as well. And he was very quiet last game. Only yeah. two catches for 27 yards. Yeah. For some reason, long of 28. So he must have caught one and went backwards. For, so they, but they didn't play well early. Yeah. Then they ended he didn't up really have to do too much, though, because the fact that, you know, there were, they, I mean, obviously he is, he is a part of their – he is a part of their offense in terms of obviously the, the, the you know the catching and receiving game, but um, I guess they really had to get some serious yards going on after being down twenty four seven. So you had to get it to the guys that are going to make those plays, and mm. there was obviously a couple of instances where they got that turnover at their twenty five yard line. So you know that automatically turns it over a bit quickly for him, which is nice. And George becomes a and a, a very um, you know you know important part for him. Uh, for blocking and everything like that too, which he's awesome at as well. But I think I think that's one person that can definitely get off, and um, I think the Chiefs can, you know, they, I think they allow that to be able to, you know, happen to sometimes just the guys that can get under because they do want to keep everything in front of them. But George is the kind of guy you don't want to do that to. Love it. Let's fl- <laughs> let's um let's flip this up. Let's go to the Chiefs. If the Chiefs are going to win this game, how do you expect them to win? <laughs> um, it's a, yeah, I mean, their defense has to be very good, which they have been all year, and they and they have to continue to do so. Um, but you need to find a way to yeah you, you, you need to find a way to get Kelsey the ball as much as you possibly can. And they always seem to do that. That's their that's their one two one two punch clearly, which is which is obvious. But if they can get another wide receiver, probably probably Rice has been his go to guy all year. Um, if he can get off, then. Um, it, it makes up for a very, very interesting day. Yeah, it does. I mean, the, the San Fran, it's not like they've been amazing on defense. Yeah. And Well, they've been great in the second half in the, out, in the clutch, but they've early. been found out yeah, early. they've been found out early and just been able to kind of work their way back, but they can't do that to this Chiefs offense still if you let them get off early and – it's all about it's all about confidence for those Chiefs. The Chiefs go out there against Baltimore and they score on their first drive after getting a three and out, um, going on the road and making a seven nothing straight away by just playing simple ball for them. Mm. That just instills confidence into them. Mm. And and Mahomes is such a great manager and just knows every situation that that defense needs to be on their game pretty quickly or else they're going to get found out pretty pretty early and 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 it could be lights out. Who's a player from the Chiefs we can expect? So Kelsey's had a massive postseason. Yeah, massive. Massive. Yep. Now, how do you stop him? Because I, I say this all the time, and I was saying it while, while I was watching on my own and nearly broke my hand slapping a table, watching him just catch <laughs> ball after ball in the first quarter. Can you can you triple team in this game or no? Because someone will be too open. What? How do they keep getting? How does Mahomes and Kelsey just keep finding each other in the third and fourth down when they you know not the game on the line early, but these plays that is so important? It goes to one bloke. It's Kelsey. What? What is he? What's the magic? Oh uh, well, uh, in all honesty, I think it's I think you actually got to create pressure from the D line. I think you need to get in Mahomes' face and actually make him feel that pressure because. Um, yeah, they'll have some, they'll have some routes that you know the quick throws out to him and and things like that that they can get going. But ultimately, you have to you have to just get pressure on Mahomes in in the pocket. You have to keep him in the pocket, um, and you ha- just simply have to make him just panic as best as you possibly can. So it's not necessarily about double teaming or trying triple teaming get to, to get to Kelsey. I actually think it's the D line that actually really needs to um, beat their O line um, to therefore not give him the chance to be able to kind of come up with his creative stuff or else you're going to see 12 from 12 for 120 again um, with a touchdown or two. And it's, 
it's it's game over. Mm, it is, and they control the game. Yeah. I love the way you broke that down. One of the prop markets that I really like is Mahomes over on rushing because of exactly what you just said. Mm. My mate goes, what do you like? I go, I actually really like Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Clearly not much juice there, but he's $1.50 for a tutty. He's been yeah. $1.20 all series, so I'd take that. Um, and I really, really like Mahomes over rushing. And not just over, I reckon he could smash it because mm. he – I'm tipping, I'm tipping the Niners are going to be in his face. And when you've got Bosa and Young and, and uh, you know, as you said, Warner throwing his body around, I just think like exactly what you mm. said, he has to sometimes buy time and get out of that pocket and scrambles yeah. quite nicely, Paddy. So yep. I, mean, I don't know if you saw his dad bod, but it made me a bit – actually made me proud. <laughs> made I me thought, feel yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> I go, well, maybe I do like this. <laughs> made me feel good about um, myself. So I'm not sure uh, – yeah, 100%. <laughs> made a lot of blokes feel good. He's one of us. There's not many blokes uh, that uh, are that cut like the rest of them. But do you like that Do you like that prop from – I mean, you probably don't watch – like, you know, you never bet on the game before, but I love it. Um, the prop for him to rush, it's always a juicy 25 yards around yeah. there. Do you think – think he'll have to do a lot of that? Uh, I think he will. I think he will have to scramble a little bit. Um, they're gonna. I think that they just need to bring the heat, and that's definitely what's going to happen. Um, but they're always going to have eyes on him too. Um, with those two linebackers in in Freddie Warner and and um, and Greenlaw, um, I think that, yeah, they're gonna always going to have an eye on him too. So he's going to have to be very careful when he picks the time to do it. But if he's over 25 yards, I reckon he's probably got that covered. Yeah, so he do finds I. finds a way to scramble and get a few extra yards. So I think he's all right there. And touchdown market, I'll have a look at that in a second. Yep. We've got that here, actually. I'll get it up right now. We'll talk about that later. But he hasn't scored a touchdown in, oh, I don't know how long. Okay, so he's 475. That's too hot. That's, that should be $7. That's, that's a disgrace. But that's something that... <laughs> I've always thought quarterbacks do tend to rush touchdowns sometimes in these big games and they don't do it all year. So that's a market that I don't mind. But I tell you a market that we do love about the Super Bowl. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening and you want me to get it up, I uh, well, I've got it up. It's the Gatorade shower. <laughs> it's the color. I don't know what it is with uh, these markets, but everyone loves good. them. Sip, uh, before you talk about <laughs> the market and who you predict, the color, who you think is going to win, I want to know what Gatorade you drank at the the club all the time. Yeah, would it be was because we all know the property steward at AFL yeah. clubs. They just you know whatever's there from yeah, Gatorade no, or Powerade. We, we always had the one color and it was yellow. Always had yellow. Always had yellow. Yeah. There you go. So I look at our sheet and it's amazing see, that you said see that. The Eagles, two thousand and eighteen. Two thousand and eighteen. Eagles. Always yellow. wear the yellow. Always. So if, so you're yeah. saying one hundred percent last year. If you guys were to win, it would have been yellow one hundred percent. Yeah. So is there a? Ch I'm looking at the Chiefs right here. They're different. Twenty twenty. The Chiefs won yep. and they were orange. Yep. And then last year when they won, it was purple. purple. So yeah. there you go. Maybe you this go. is this is great insight though. If mm. for the future, if the Eagles were to win, yep. it's hundred percent gonna be yellow. That's right. So looking at this Look at the Patriots, blue and blue when they won. Okay. So See? Are we saying Teams the fact keep that it the same? Are the Chiefs are the only or the odd ones out? Maybe you they are know. the odd ones yeah, out. Let me read this out. out. Everyone's probably like, "What are you boys looking at?" I'll tell you. <laughs> Here's the Super Bowl winner and the Gatorade color. I'll also read out the year. I'll start from 2013. The Ravens went none, so no color. Mm. A bit of water, maybe, yeah. or watermelon. 2014 Seattle Seahawks orange. 2015 New England Patriots blue. Denver Broncos in 2016 were orange. 2017 Patriots none. Oh, there you go. Patriots oh, were none there. We there said blue earlier. I reckon they're sneaky and they just didn't mm. want to give it away, mate. Yep. Uh, Eagles, yellow, like the SIP said. <laughs> and then Patriots in 2019, blue. 2020 Chiefs, orange. 2021 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, blue. 2020 LA Rams, blue. 2023 Chiefs, purple. No San Fran. 
So hard to get a read considering yes. I'm tipping them to uh, lose. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would your tip be? This is a market that I don't find interesting at all, but for yeah, some reason everyone out it, there they? has they just – they love this prop I've market. I've seen like things on Instagram already where people are messaging the players on both sides <laughs> going like – I don't really care much about it, but I just want to know what the Gatorade is. Yeah. And that's it. It's everywhere. It's, it's incredible. Cra- it's the one week, oh, I think, where everyone mate. just goes crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's your prediction? What is the most common? As in just the colour? Yeah. Or you want me to? Yeah, just the colour. We'll go to the teams in a yeah, second. Just the, the colour. colour. I think the colour is going to be, I reckon it's going to be orange. Orange. Yeah. We haven't got a market at the moment. We're yeah. sitting here uh, early as we can at the Osmerican Aces. We try to get this thing up as quick as we can. Super Bowl only around the corner. So we're trying to get this quickly recorded and edited. We don't have a market yet, but that's great because yeah. we don't know what the prices are. Sometimes we see orange that's and it's $3. Right. We go, that's oh, right. we'll go the next yeah. one. <laughs> I, uh, I tend to agree. I reckon I might go um, – I'm going to go with red. The okay. fact that it's not there. Wow. So there's no it's red. It's never there because it's a terrible flavor, mate. It's not mm. red over there. Is the fruit punch? Nobody wants the fruit okay, punch. Okay, okay. I take my. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. I never thought about it's the taste. Not, it's not the. It's not the berry flavor that you get here or whatever it is, mate. It's the fruit punch. You know what? Disaster. I'm probably. I'm probably thinking yellow or orange. Then, yeah. No, no, no. It's a great shout. It's all about the flavor. Still, it's not necessarily that you still for the players and that you still yeah. want to have a good. You still want to have a good flavor. I think. I know? think you're spot on. I think yeah. yellow is lemon lime is yellow. It gets the job done. A Gatorade, I've always been orange, actually. Yeah, um, well, orange I don't know and blue if you want to go the same light. as me, mate. They don't have grape. Do they have purple? That's purple. the purple. That's what the Chiefs won last year. That is too. Yeah. Grape goes all right. I, I'm a, I do smash grape. Yeah. Far out. I didn't think of the taste, <laughs> which grape. is pretty dumb, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just thinking colours. <laughs> you know what? I think when That's I look at it. That's another Tommy moment right well, it is, there. It is. It is. <laughs> when I actually look at this, orange hasn't popped up for three years, and yeah, this will be the fourth year. So I'm going to go with orange as well. Let's, right, let's wow. tip it together. Right. Let's tip. Actually, okay. I shouldn't do that. I'll curse him. <laughs> I'm going to whatever I say doesn't happen. Uh, far out. Maybe I stick to come red. On. Um, I'm going to go with orange. We're both going to go with orange. Righto, halftime entertainment. The market is out. A little sneaky preview yeah. here. Usher will be playing, yeah. and uh, he's got OMG at two seventy five. Yeah, three dollars. My way four fifty. Nice and slow, $6. DJ got us fallen in love, $6. Love in this club, 7 You make me want to, 8 And good, good, $8. And there's more there, but I've just got the first yeah, half of the market. I reckon you're what's the one right that, there. What's the one you like? Oh, uh, look, I mean, I think the way he could come out with a bit of, bit of, oh, my God, just really does set the tone for you. So probably understandable it's a heavy favourite. But I reckon the other one that can maybe get you up and about um, is probably DJ. Oh, Goddess yes, I was thinking $6. I'm you like, know, if you can get that going early. And away you go, mate. Happy yeah. days. <laughs> oh, I can't sing, but I know it. I might get it up here. Can you get yeah. that with copyright? You played off Spotify. in love again. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that is juice. Six bucks. What are we wasting our time on the game? We should just be waiting for half time. Just do that. Well, I haven't looked at the anthem. I know the anthem market, but that's crook. I'm not touching that. Uh, Heads and tails. I know my mate Joshy Gaiman <laughs> did that once. No, didn't tell anyone and wow. just went, yeah, just come went on. Got just the heads. Wow. Uh, that was the Bengals one. Right. Oh, now let's get into the actual game. All let's right. tip some uh let's tip some winners here. All right. 
The script, you go first, I'll go second. Um, I want you to, I want you to break down who's going to win this game of football. I've got the markets here. I've got first touchdown scorers. I've got any time. I've also got some props on my phone if we want, but we won't look at odds. I'll do, we'll do that later. Just break down what you think would be a great little multi for people without even knowing the market. A but, multi. Uh, but also Ooh. how you – but also let's start with who you think is going to win and how. Oh, and what. I think uh, – I think – oh, I think I think the 49ers can get it done. That's who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. I think the they've probably they've, they've been the better team all year. They have been. They've had a they've had some moments, but overall they've been, they've definitely been the standout team. Uh, and I think they've just got too many weapons to be able to kind of nullify in the end. And when you need time, when you need guys to stand up, they've got a couple that are able to do it. So uh, offensively, we've spoken about them. Um, McCaffrey, Debo, um, you know, Ayuk has actually had a massive year. He never gets spoken about too much, but he's actually had a, a massive year and, and Brock likes him a lot too. So um, they've got they've got guys everywhere. Their O line's really really sharp. The D line's really good. Obviously, if Nick Bosa gets off the chain, and um, you know Javon Hargraves can get through the middle there, then you're in you're in for a tough you're in for a bit of a tough day. But um, that's that's what I can see happening. Um, and I reckon they pick off Mahomes a couple of times. I reckon they do. I reckon they 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 get to him and he starts to try and make a couple and they pick him off a couple of times and. Uh, it's still going to be close. It's still going to be close, close, but I just think that like they're just going to make a couple of bigger plays that are going to get the job done for sure. So Brock's moments here. Uh, everybody, everybody continues to ride that man off, and I'm I'm kind of hoping he can actually just get it done and, and yep. put it to bed. Well said. Well, I've been riding this floke off. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, I've been saying there's no way he's beating the Ravens. There's I'm no not, way he's going to get to the Super Bowl. I'm not picking the Chiefs no, no matter what yes. happens. I can't do it. Either you, wearing, you wearing that thing is just <laughs> horrendous. I thought I, I thought if I, if I wrap this up and give it to you as a present, I'm like, oh, that's a bit rough. Oh, you'll take me back six months and I have to start again, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you could have wrapped up a Hawthorne oh, and gave me a Hawthorne I definitely present. could have. Now I know that story. <laughs> you, you be careful. You could have gave me a Hawthorne jersey and I could have gave you this. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're, we're all ready to go. That's we great. can move on. We're, we're, we're all square. All right. <laughs> um, man, I, I actually am I'm very confident that the Niners will win this game. I just want to see their defense play the way they have in the last, probably the last quarter of the last two games. Yeah. So start is crucial. Like, no, no shit. But yeah. uh, I have the Niners winning and I have the, I, I think the Chiefs haven't allowed, I think there was something I heard. They haven't allowed 30 points maybe all uh, year. Yeah, I actually think that's right. I think yeah. it, I think at some stage later in the year it was about averaging 21 against them. Yeah. So it was um, So yeah, can the Niners surprise, break them over? Yeah, break them over. Break yeah. them, just break them up. I reckon mm -hmm. they can just break them open was what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. I think they can. And when it comes down to this run game, uh, no one running against the Chiefs. I had a mate go, yeah, well, no one's tried it. And I go, well, there's a reason why they reckon. Oh, when you've got Christian McCaffrey, he's made for this moment. And I was thinking about Moneyball the other day. I was talking to someone about this, like, oh, why do you love the NFL so much? And I'm like, oh, just the GMs and the amount of money and the ego and all these positional changes they make, just yeah. like a chessboard. Yeah. Well, San Fran has spent so much money. They have. Brock Purdy's on eight hundred and seventy thousand yeah. dollars, which is well documented. I think we got every other quarterback's generally on twenty mil. You know, if they're at this site, you know, postseason. Yep. So 
this is their year. Like they have to win yeah. because they're he's in ne- trouble going into next year, so they have to do it. He's yeah. going to need to get paid soon, yeah. and they're already paying enough people as it is too. So and they'll lose them. It. So I, I and, yeah. they're, and they're healthy, right? Yeah. So we just saw that one of the players, I can't remember his name, you might remember from the Chiefs on defense. He hurt his knee. He's out. Mm-hmm. I think two weeks, maybe get up to strap it, but I don't think he'll play a hundred percent. So I'm going for the uh, I'm going for the Niners. I, I don't want to. I, I know I put the Moz on teams, but there's no Moz this week. The, the, the Niners are going to win this game. Yeah. Um, and I hope Mahomes is behind slinging the ball, showing us what he's made of. But I just don't know who he's going to – if they can stop Kelsey, yeah. who are they throwing to? MVS? Yeah. Nothing wrong with him. But, no. like, he hasn't – I haven't seen that all year. Watson, no. you got Noah Gray, Pacheco might get taken out early. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's an so – interesting one for sure. We're both going Niners. Mm. Um, and – the bookies are giving this very nice, juicy odds. So it's like it's like a dollar eighty-two dollars. Yeah. I think San Fran is sneaky favourites. Sneaky. So it's a very even yeah. game. Um, Vegas have got it. To, and valid. So I mean, the Chiefs have proven teams wrong or guys wrong all year. I mean, who would have thought that they come in here and they're getting to another Super Bowl? So you can never write them off. Um, but I said this with Brady. I'd never ever bet against him. Mm. And I and I um you know what he started losing games at the end of the year. Yeah. I started getting yeah. on him. But Mahomes is like that. You probably shouldn't go against him. I have been going against him the last two three yeah. weeks. I've learnt my lesson. Mm. I just, have you though? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I. Well, you're right. I don't know. If I just don't. I just cannot see no, this happening no, the way it, it's, it has. Yeah. So uh, and it's more the offense. Yes. I want it. They haven't seen them put up big points all year. Yeah. They've had to like grind them out. So yeah. let's go to the anytime touchdown market. But before okay. we go there, actually, first touchdown. I've got the uh, you got the sheet oh, there. Absolutely. There's always juicy odds for this. Yeah. Everyone does it. I remember making some money on the Gronk with um, Buccaneers. I think yeah. a few years ago nice. at uh, the Sporting Globe with a few of the boys down here. Benny Graham was flashing. He's, I think it's his AFC or is he NFC? NF- his NFC, NFC, sorry, his yeah, ring, which was, which you would have one of them. How good? It, where's that, by the way? Uh, that's hidden away very nicely. It might yeah. come out for a special appearance in a couple of weeks. We'll uh, never know, yeah. so. so I think you'll be getting a, a few cashies, actually. <laughs> Lucky BG's in uh, Vegas because you'll be just eating up yeah, all these cashies yeah. now that you're yeah, the newest right. newest yeah. on the uh, on the block. Uh, Mate, first somehow, touchdown you know, market. Somehow being in Vegas is pretty nice, though, so we'll go <laughs> yeah. from there. First <laughs> touchdown market. We have some odds here. I'll read them out for San Fran really quickly. McCaffrey, $5. Ayuk, 11 Kittle, 12 Debo, 13 And then you get to some juice. Juwan, Jennings, 13 34, Brock Purdy, 40, 41. Ray Ray McLeod, 51. Elijah Mitchell, 51. Juszczyk, 67. I won't go through the rest. And then for the Chiefs, we've got Isaiah Pacheco at $7. Kelsey, 9. Rashi Rice, 11. And then we get into some juice. Mahomes, 21. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 23. MVS, 29. Justin Watson, 29. Sky Moore, who's been injured, but he must be back, 41. Noah Gray, 51. And then I'll leave the rest there. Tony, 51. Tony is what you do not do. I don't even think he'll be on the field. Who do you think will score the first touchdown, Sip? Uh, first touchdown for me is probably for me is going to be, oh, gee, this is a good one. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with my man, George Kettle. I really like that. George I thought, Kittle at twelve bucks, I think, is no is is. Do you is think they're going to get one. down there and go? They think we're going to run up with McCaffrey, yeah, and I then George goes yeah. left. Yeah, right. I reckon. I reckon that's a. I reckon we can do. I reckon that's can be done for sure. We're big on Kittle here. I love Kittle. I do love Kittle. He's he, just a funny. He's just a funny character too. Yeah. Like he's just 
You can't not like the guy. No, you can't. Just, I saw him do it. Just get it out to your tight end and so say, we have the best tight end on this field right now. Oh, yeah. Just do it. Yeah, like just that. Just get it going. Like that. You know? Bit. Yeah. Like everyone's f- talking about the Kelsey connection. Da, da, da. Let, let's get Kittle involved and let him score the first one to get it going. We're big on Kittle. Yeah. yeah. And my little smoky, I reckon, just out of curiosity, I reckon Jennings is a sneaky one there at 34. I thought that last week. Yeah, wasn't excited. <laughs> He's a great blocker, I've noticed. He's a very good blocker. And that's Change not- it up, though. You know, it's all about. This is what this is what I mean is that you, you're never going to get the two your same thing two weeks in a row. Yeah, I know he blocks. You don't know. Well, Debo. Yeah, but one thing I love but, is jet is a jet sweep from Debo yeah. when they're right there. They yeah. just he just comes and steals he it. Does. And he, little, so, little flicker. So I wonder because he'll be fresh. You know, yeah, get him involved cool. early. Very true. We're staying away from McCaffrey probably because the odds yeah. scare us at five dollars. But yeah. um, that's great. Anytime touchdown for George Kittle, two eighty. Mm. Debo, uh, you get your two sixty. A dollar fifty for McCaffrey at the moment. I reckon that'll be a dollar thirty by the time the game starts. Oh, I think so too. Because he's been a dollar twenty. Well jump on it now. Dollar twenty one or something that was the other day. Dollar yeah. twenty. I said you just can't take it, but it still <laughs> happens that you probably should take it. You know what I mean? Uh, very good, mate. And a player prop. So I'd imagine you're just going to go all Kittle. Yeah. Yeah, so it's big on Kittle. Oh, this is fantastic. I love it. Well, there you go. We've really given (laughs) the value I've got here. I think, well, I thought it'd be value. Mahomes for a touchdown, it was it's normally six to seven dollars. It's four seventy-five. So hopefully that drifts out. But just thought they might have to he might have to make something up. But the guy that I've been sticking with is Noah Gray. Yeah. I've been liking Noah Gray when they try to run it and he just peels out and they all try double team Kelsey. They do. Yeah. So Noah Gray's always been one guy that I do like for a bit of value at the Chiefs. Very true. Um and at the Niners, uh, I'm really liking what you said about Kittle. I think Mm. McCaffrey will get over, but yeah, I'm really liking that George Kittle as well, just Beautiful. because of Love just it. because of the corners. We're on the same page here. Yeah, we are. It's a pretty good little preview. <laughs> we're giving you the. No- we're, hey, we're going to review this, and if we get it right, I'm going to make sure that I call someone up and cut up all this stuff. And I might tell Brado cut up 50 clips, send it to ESPN. Uh, me it. and Sip might be back there for other reasons. <laughs> Well, Sip, you can't just come on here and go home with nothing. You know that. I love the fact you're wearing the Rick's hat, by the way. I've just completely ignored it till now. <laughs> I wanted it to make, you know, just that is amazing. When you That's walk right, in, mate. that makes me feel so happy. Um, I love it. I appreciate you wearing it. Mate. But you get another pair of sunnies. I know you got the uh, black orbits. I saw you at the tennis the other day, yeah. and I thought, mate, I've got to sort you out or you'll be on soon. I've got you the Melrose Champagne, mate. So chuck them on. I think it's time that we uh, we name a pair after a street in Vegas. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> We had the Cosmos back in the day, which was based after the Cosmopolitan. Ooh, look at these bad boys. Uh, yeah. They, they are you. yours, mate. So flip the hat backwards, there put them go. on. This is this is the uh, everyone out there. If you want a pair of Ricks like Sip, these are the Melrose Champagne um, right here. We just restocked. All our colours and styles are back. If you head to rickshighway.com.au, we have our special discount code ACES, and uh, we'll look after you with 20% off and free express shipping on the house. Now, Sip. Who is going to shine the brightest <laughs> under the biggest stage there can be? Well, we've spoken about him all. We've spoken about him all day, basically, without kind of you know giving him the accolades that he that he deserves because he's been short price favored everywhere. But it's 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 got to be CMC. The MVP. C, the MVP has got to be CMC. It, it has to be. He's just going to go out there. He's going to have 130. He's going to get two tutties, and it's going to be all she wrote. So. Christian McCaffrey, put it down. I love it. Is it enough? <laughs> Is it enough? Does Purdy, if Purdy throws two and and Christian rushes two, does who gets it? It's enough. 
It's enough. It's there enough. you go. Well, McCaffrey is enough. I love I love where you're going. We actually haven't given him anything. We've saved him <laughs> yeah. for last. We've saved him for the Rixies. That's and I'll tell right. you what, he would look good in the Rixies, Christian. Too. And yeah. so would his missus. <laughs> She's not bad. He's done very well on and off the field, TLC Mac. I'll tell you yeah. what, I think he's had a big year. Yeah. If he can cap this off, I think he'd be the I don't know what number it was, but father son, there's not many that have done what he's about to do if yes. he goes on and wins um, a Super Bowl because he's uh, so that it'd be a special moment for his family, Very for true. the Niners, and for Sip to tip in with the Rixies on the MVP. <laughs> there you go, you've heard it right here. George Kittle, big game, first touchdown scorer as a roughie, and you got C Mac MVP, Niners to win, and George Kittle in the air, and we've got the Orange Gatorade, and then we've got DJ God has fallen in love at six bucks at half time. If all this comes off, I tell you what, we send this to the NFL. We look like superstars. That is all we've got right here. Mate, thanks so much for coming on. Mate, um, appreciate you rocking the Rick's hat, rocking the Rick's shades. Got the tan. You're looking unbelievable. Got the Rixies here. If you want some, get online, rickshighwear.com.au and use our discount code ACES. Thank you so much to everyone that tunes in. Thank you to everyone that supported us. I'm sorry Rory Atkins couldn't join us. We tried to get him on a live screen. The truth is, I said, I've got the king here, Rat, you're out the door. You're making me look like an idiot. You're tipping winners. I'm tipping losers. No, we couldn't get Rat. So what we're going to do, I know everyone wants to know what Rat's selections are. He's going to send them in. We'll put up a graphic of who we think is going to win with all our Super Bowl uh, tips and Gatorade and songs and all that fun stuff next week. Uh, but Rat, I know you're tuning in, mate. Thank you so much for all your support this year. You've got a huge season coming up with the Suns, um, and I look forward to uh, you know what you do this year. But thank you so much for all the, you know, the hard, hard. I guess the logistical nightmares of trying to organise a, a podcast on the Gold Coast of Melbourne around NFL. The teams aren't out late, and it's it's very tough. So appreciate you, mate, and appreciate everyone that's tuned in all year. Um, and, of course, we thank Sip for jumping on the pod and joining us right here. Thanks all we've got. I hope the Niners get up. Um, shouldn't 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 go against this bloke, as we both know, but uh, we're both going against him. So thank you. We'll see you next year for all this NFL chat, and we'll see you next week for another podcast or two. Thank you. Aces, I know I always go on about the Rixies, but I got huge news. We have all our styles and colors restocked on the website right now. It's been months, we ran out of stock, but we're back. Get online, grab some sunglasses at rickseyewear.com.au right now and use our little discount code Aces if you want a 20% discount code on the house.